I'll, I just thought, well, since it's Mother's, Mother's Day, I found a, a cute little uh, Instagram post the other day, which I thought was just suits today. If you can put that uh, first one up, it said, who is your hero? Dad. Who do you consider this, uh, why do you consider this person to be your hero? He is brave. C, is there anything your hero is frightened of? Mum. Come on. How many know that's the truth? I mean, that, that, that's, the, that's the truth. Uh, right there. And I've got another one that I thought has got nothing to do with Mother's Day, but I thought mothers will find it funny. Go to the next one. My wife thinks it's weird that I stare at, at the window during a heavy rainstorm. It would be a lot less weird if she would just let me in. Come on. Yeah. Hey, mums, we just want to celebrate you today and honor uh, honor you, and I, I know my mum's not here, she's not feeling well today, so if you're watching, uh, can you give my mum a clap, because she raised me, I mean, it's just like, thank you, I know that wasn't easy, but if she's watching, she'll appreciate that, and be saying thank you, Jesus, uh, for all the help, and um, uh, again, but it, it is a special day to uh, celebrate the mums in the house. And I just want to say to say to all the mums, because I, I think it is important to stop and and Take this day and, 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 and just say, mums, you are awesome. I think that is uh, important. You're, you're, you're not just a mum. You're not just a mum. You're a nurturer. You're, you're, a, you're a life giver. You're a life shaper. You, you, you shape, uh, as even Paul, uh, Paul said there about his mum. Our mums shape our lives. I, I saw this little blurb that said, yes, I'm a mum. That makes me a teacher, a nurse, a referee, oh yeah, a handyman, security officer, absolutely, a, a counselor, a chauffeur, an event planner, a hairdresser, a personal assistant, and an ATM. Amen, come on, that's how that. I scare away the boogeyman. I don't get paid holidays, sick pay, or days off. I work day and night. I'm on call 24-7. That's just being a mum. Come on, one more time for all the mums in the house. You know, motherhood really is such a noble endeavor. It, it, it really is. That, it, it's so often maligned. I heard recently that they, even the greeting cards were wanting to, because of diversity and all that, wanting to remove Mother's Day or telling people not to celebrate Mother's Day. That's not happening on our watch. Come on. We're, we're, we're mothers, you need to be celebrated. You need to be uh, 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 honored and, and encouraged in the amazing job that you do. But the scripture tells us that uh, motherhood is, is to be honored. It, it, it's it's certainly one of the great divine callings of life. No one's just a mom. It is, it is one of the great divine callings of life. But it's not easy. Someone said this, behind every great kid is a mom who thinks she's messing stuff up. I think that can be true of any parent. Behind every great kid is a mom who thinks she's messing things up. And there's no doubt... Raising children, especially in the early years, is not easy. It's it, it's 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 not easy by any any means. I mean, we had the grandkids at our house on Friday, and uh, for a couple of hours, Jira had gone to work. Hey, can we just leave the kids there? And then the other grandkids came. In. All six of them were there. But I've got to be honest and say, about an hour in, I was done. Um, I I. 
I, I, oh, wretched man that I am. But I, I, I was done. I mean, I, I was trying to, because uh, Anita had said, yes, they can come over. And I said, bring them over. It's, it's fine. But Anita said, that, yes, they come. And then she was like cooking. She like, can you look after them? I'm like, I did not sign up for, for this. And so anyway, the, the kids, uh, uh, Rosie Posey uh, uh, was, was hanging on to the window. She was standing on the window ledge. And then Josiah was trying to hang on. And Rosie hit um, Josiah, and of course Josiah's got a broken arm and there, or a broken collarbone, so he tried to uh, grab her, grab her back. Uh, Isaac and, and Joshua were pulling the Velcro off the couch. Uh, the TV had stopped working because they'd push buttons all over my uh, stereo, and that was an hour into it. And I, I literally, I'm not joking. I said to Anita, "Call Jeremy. I'm done." <laughs> Jeremy still had another hour of work. He took his time getting there. I want to tell you. I want to tell you that. He just took his own sweet time. Uh, uh, then he stayed for dinner. Nah, but it's like, <clears throat> after seven hours of cleaning the house, it was all back to, it was all back to normal. But um, I'm just letting stuff out here. It's good therapy. It's just good uh, therapy. I, I, it's just, it is helping me. It may not be helping them. But, uh, but, uh, but it's, raising kids is hard, right? It was like an hour are into that, and, and, and it's just, there, there's no doubt. And so, so moms, you do an amazing, amazing, amazing uh, job. And a, a shout out to all the single moms out there. Come on. Uh, just, I know it can be tough. It's just, it's, it, it, it's tough. And, 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 and we, we just want to honor you uh, today. And um, I, I also, I think I, so this, when I say that behind every great kid is a mom who thinks she's messing things up. I think a lot of parents can feel like that. But, but, but can I say, if, if that is how you feel, I, I, I'm, I, I just want to say, don't worry, mom. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry. You, 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 don't worry if you don't get everything right. Even Mary, the mother of Jesus, did not get everything right. Even Mary, the mother of God, did not get everything right. I, I can think of three particular oops moments for her. Number one, she lost Jesus. That, that, I mean, I, I'm going to put Joseph in there as well. I'm not going to get, uh, but, but, but they lost Jesus, right? They, 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 that was one thing they did. They lost the Son of God. He was 12. You know the story. He was on a holiday trip, and they were out of town. They were having a big day. In Jerusalem, they started back, and, and they forgot about him. They thought he was with their, all their other relatives. They didn't check. They didn't, I, I mean, I, I, could, I, I could probably feel the tension in, in, in the room where Joseph and Mary are just having that argument. I thought you had him, don't you start? I, I can feel that kind of tension in the, in the room when they realized he was gone. But here's the thing. It took them three days to find him. Three days. Three days. Have you ever lost? I don't know if you've lost a kid for a day. I've lost a kid for, for three minutes. I, I remember in India when we were living in uh, India, and some of you might have heard the story, but it, it was, I just can, I can remember even now the feeling of, of losing that. I mean, Gia was sticking with us. Grace, she was gone. And, and you know, in, in New Zealand, you can walk on a street, you can see everybody half a mile up the road. There's because there's nobody else on the street, right? There's maybe one or two people. Not so in India. I want to make it very clear. 
And India, man, we're on a street called MG Road. It's packed. It's a wide footpath, almost as wide as the stage. And imagine it packed. Imagine all you on the stage here. That's what the footpath was like. Just trying to, uh, trying to get those who've been there, you, you, you will know. And we suddenly realized as we're walking down this crowded footpath at night that our daughter Grace was missing. She was, she was gone. She was three, three years old. A lot of threes here, three minutes, three three years old. I mean, she was, she was gone. And, and, and we started, where's Grace? Where's Grace? And I started to panic. And we're like, Grace, she's gone. She, and, and, you know, I'm thinking she's kidnapped. She's, you know, someone's taken her. She's been, uh, uh, I mean, that kind of stuff can, can happen. And, and, and then to make matters worse, I, I said, said, dear, you go this way. I'll go this way. I'll, I'll go up here, see if we can find her. We started spreading out, looking for her, going, Grace, Grace. And then the power went off. And so the whole, yeah, that just took it to a whole new level of stress. Be anxious for nothing, not working, not working. So, I mean, like, the whole power went off. It was pitch black, and I, I, I'm just like, where, where is Grace? And then after a little while, the lights came back on, and Anita had found Grace at the other, uh, other end. And um, they don't have a law over there about smacking kids. Oh, no, no, that's just... <laughs> We just loved on her. We just loved her and just. <laughs> don't do that again. But that lost Jesus for three days. That was just three minutes. And I, I, you know, I was nearly pulling my hair out. That, that, three days they had lost her. Mary didn't get everything right. She, she didn't. So if you're a mom here, go, man, I, I, man I, I don't know if I got everything. I don't know if I've done a good. Just, just know, even Mary, the mother of God, did not get everything thing all right the second incident i i i can think of like that as a mom she didn't always understand her children she didn't understand jesus she 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 didn't she didn't get what he was called to do uh she she just didn't get it in mark chapter 3 verse 21 it says mary it tells us that the mary the mother of jesus she 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 turns up one day at jesus meetings now my mother comes to the to these meetings but she's never done this it says Mary turns up, and, and not only does she turn up, she turns up with the whole family. Like she's a good Jewish, uh, Jewish mother. She's like an Italian, you know, Jewish. She's got the whole family with her. Uh, like like, like the, the, the brothers, the sisters, uncles, cousins. Uh, she, she's turning out because she's upset with what her son's doing. She's upset with what he's, he's doing. And he, here's, here's what it says. It says they went to take charge. So Jesus' mom went to take charge of him. For they said, this is what mum was saying, he is out of his mind. He is, is there any mothers here who want to admit that you think your children have gone out of their mind? Thank you, thank you, I see. Uh, I say that you, it's just like, what are you doing? What type of career choice is that? What type of thing? What are you thinking about? Well, Mary thought that about Jesus. Sometimes we don't always get what our children are about and if you haven't don't worry neither did mary so so if you've ever thought the kids are out of their mind you, you you're you're in good company company there and, and then the third thing i can think of just just as we go through this it was that the, the water and the wine incident the water and the wine incident at the wedding the the, the wines the wines run out and mary the mother of god be like my son can fix that. My son can fix that. I don't know if you've ever had unrealistic expectations. 
uh, that you place on your kids, but that was Mary's solution. My, my, my son, he does these tricks. I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't know what, it, what she was thinking, but she's like, my son can fix that. And, and, and Jesus, if you read between the line, is like, mom, what are you doing? What are you doing? In John chapter 2, verse 4, it says, Dear woman, I didn't think they spoke like that in those days, but that's how it is. Dear woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, my hour has not yet come. I love all the different versions that are here. I, 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 I love it because I think Jesus could have said all of these. Dear woman, that's not our problem. That is not my problem. That was the NLT version. In the ESV version, it says, what does this have to do with me? What does this have to do? Mom, Mom, what does this have to do with me? The CSV says, what has this concern of yours? Mom, what has this concern of yours got to do with me? The good news Bible, I like this one the most, he says, you must, mom, you must not tell me what to do. <laughs> you must not tell me what to do. You, and you can just read between the lines here. He, he's like saying, mom, and I, can, I just picture Reuben here. Mom, I'm 30. I'm 30 years old. It needs to stop. It needs to stop. And so... I'm just saying today, just to help moms feel encouraged today, if, if, if the very mother of Jesus, Mary, mother of God, didn't get it all right, don't you worry. Because the reality is none of us will get it all right. And I say that because I think it's important too, because we need to understand we are all somebody's child here today. We, we all have... A mother, I, 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 I believe the stats are 100%, uh, if I'm, I'm correct. So we all have a mother. However, the truth is, for some people, the relationship between their mother may not be the best. It may be strained here today or even broken, and I... I, I know even in our congregation, because over the years, you know, that there, there are many cases where there, there are challenges in that, uh, that area. And, and it's not easy. It's not easy when that kind of stuff happens, where relationships are strained or even broken. Maybe stuff's happened, and, uh, and that stuff has, has hurt. And so days like this, when we do Mother's Day, it, it can be challenging. I, I, I know they can be challenging. Or maybe, maybe we've lost a child. Maybe we've, maybe we've uh, just battling with different things. Maybe a, a child's gone away from God or whatever, even as parents. Or There can be so many challenges around these kinds of days. But maybe for us in our experience, our relationship with our mother or with our parents it didn't work out how we thought it would have, should have, and could have, and that could have be that could be a challenge today. And it can be a challenge because it can be hard to love. Hard to love. We are, of course, biblically told that we're to honor 
our father and mother, and that is important. It's the, it's the fifth commandment. It's one of the Ten Commandments, Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land your, the Lord your God is giving you. And that's repeated again, of course, in the New Testament in Ephesians 6, verse 12. But how do you do that? How do you do that when stuff has happened and that wrestle is going on, that, that, that stuff has happened and that, that, that's hurt you. How do you do that? Dennis Prager, who's an Orthodox a Jew, he runs a website, millions of people check it out, called PragerU around the world. It's a very popular website. But he said something that I found very interesting, something that I've never seen or never thought about before in relation to, to this. He and I found it helpful. He said, neither the Ten Commandments nor the Bible, and of course, as an Orthodox Jew, he's not including the New Testament. He's really just talking about the Old Testament. But he said, neither the Ten Commandments nor the Bible elsewhere commands us to love our parents. I was like, that's true. If you hunt that out, if you try and look for that, you will not find it. In fact, if, if you Google that, you'll go straight to honor your father and mother. But there, there, there's no actual command to love our parents. There, there, there is no command. You won't be able to find it. And he says this. He says, this is particularly striking given that the Bible commands us to love God. We're commanded to love God. We talked about it. Last week, the great commandments, to, to, we're to love God and we're to love people. The Bible also tells us to love the, we're commanded to love the stranger. In fact, Jesus in the New Testament tells us to love our enemies. I mean, there are all kinds of, but, but nowhere is there a specific command in Scripture, and I'd never thought about that, that says, love thy parents. And he's like this, and I, you know, I hadn't thought about this, and I, I, I submit this. I'm not saying this is gospel, but it's just something I, 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 I think is interesting. He said, maybe the Bible, meaning God, maybe the Bible understands that there will always be individuals who, for whatever reason, do not love or find it difficult to love a parent. Therefore, God does not demand what may be emotionally or psychologically impossible. That's like interesting. Yet at the same time, although the Bible does not ask us, certainly the Old Testament, we're to love all people, and I guess you could wrap it all up. Uh, again, love your, you, could, you could wrap it all up in that. But he says, although it does not, say that to, to love your parents. The Bible does command us to honor our parents. In fact, in the, it's, it's the only people it tells us to honor or commands us to honor. Remember, we're talking about the Old Testament. It's the only place. Our parents are the only people we are commanded to honor from a commandment point of view. Of course, in the New Testament, we're to honor all people, we're to honor kings and authorities and all. But, but, but in regard to the commandments, our parents are the only 
people we are told to honor. So what does it mean to honor? How do we honor when we may struggle to love? Because they're not the same things. How do, how do we honor when we struggle to, to love? The truth is the Bible doesn't give us many hints or things that we're to do. But the challenge really is it's more about the attitude of the, of the heart. And again, you might be sitting here going, man, I know that battle's going on. I know that struggle's going on and our relationships and all that kind of, there, there can be all kinds of emotions going on because stuff happened when you were a kid or stuff happened recently or wherever. There's just stuff has gone, gone down. So, so, so how do we honor when it's hard to love? The Bible is not asking us to love our parents in that way, but it is commanding us to honor. How, how do we do that when we've been hurt? And I would say today, like I say, it, it, it's more about the attitude of the heart, uh, but we can do that simply by not dishonoring. If you want a place to begin, uh, how, how do we honor our uh, mother or father? How do we honor that parent that we struggle with? Maybe it can begin by not dishonoring, not taking away from them, not speaking ill of them, or, or, or treating them with contempt. And maybe even begin by for forgiving. And the thing is, if you've been hurt, though, and often we get hurt, we don't get hurt by those who are far away. We get hurt by those who are closest to us. I mean, a person can yell at us out on the road and say, you can't even drive, and it doesn't affect us. But those who are closest to us hurt us the most. And so if you have been hurt, that's not easy. But, and we acknowledge that, and we acknowledge that it's not easy, but it is freeing. It is freeing for you. And from the biblical point of view, they gave us life. Truth is, hurt people hurt people. And we don't always know what that person who we're dealing with or that parent, what they went through why they did what they did, why they said what they said, why they behaved like they behaved. And sometimes as you, 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 you know, maybe you said, I never, I'll never, when I grow up, I'll never be like. And then there's, you catch yourself in moments where you're going, oh my goodness. Anyway, I don't, you don't have to admit it. But hurt people hurt people. And sometimes when in the process of honoring, maybe beginning, why could this have happened? And let me say this, that, that is not an excuse for abuse. It's no excuse for abuse. And that's not what I'm trying to do here, but it does help us at least understand and maybe begin to heal. And so for me, I found this distinction, at least for me, helpful 
and that God is not commanding to, to do something that's, again, that people are possibly not ready for, but yet we are to honor. We are to honor, and they are different things. We're commanded to love God. We're commanded to love our neighbor, and we're commanded to honor our mom and dad. And we can be begin at least there. Maybe the keyboard can come. And we can begin there because we remember that we remember that no one, no one of us has it all altogether, even you. Even you. No one gets all of life right. Everyone makes mistakes. Even Mary, the mother of God, the mother of Jesus, we all make mistakes. But you know, regardless of all that, Jesus honored and cared for his mom. And there is no place this is clearer than, clearer seen than at the cross. And, and all the craziness of the crucifixion and all that is going on in that moment. In the, in the middle of all the terror torment and torture of the cross. There's actually a tender moment between a son and his mom. Where Jesus asked his disciple, John, would you look after mom? John 19 verse 25 through 27, it says, near the cross, Jesus stood, near the cross of Jesus stood his mother you know I can't even imagine what this would be like for for a mom seeing a child go through through this I, I think of even our lives as parents watching the ch your children as they go through difficult Difficult patches and difficult, nothing, of course, on the scale, but it can be so hard. But it says, near the cross of Jesus stood his mother. And when Jesus saw his mother there, and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. And from that time on, this disciple took her into his home. In the midst of the torture of the cross, Jesus was like, take care of mom. Take care of mom. To every mother here today, Scripture tells us you are to be honored. Despite what the world out there may say, 
Motherhood truly is one of the great divine callings of life. You know, when Gia was a small girl, we remember asking, I remember it so vividly. When we asked her, what do you want to be? When you grow up, she said, I want to be a mom. I want to be a mom. We asked her years later, what do you want to be? I want to be a mom. I want to be a mom. And I'm not saying, you know, if you're doing careers and all that kind of thing, do whatever. I want to say there is no nobler task than to raise the next generation of children with all their, even when Rosie's punching, (laughs) even when Josiah's strangling, even when the mess they make in the diapers, when we exchange designer clothes for diaper changing. Friends, I want to tell you, there is no greater task. And you know, as a father, I can sit with great pride looking at them as a family in Carl and Grace and go there raising a strong next generation. This is a noble honorable thing never say i'm just a mom you are a household executive you're changing the lives of future generations and my god does our nation need it and so to all the mums out there today this is your day we honor you we honor you we bless you and we celebrate you mums could you stand up And every other person who remains seated is going to clap so loud and honor you for the, all the incredible work that you do today. Thank you. Thank you so much. So much. Would you all stand? You are fulfilling, moms, the great divine calling of life. And we want to say thank you. No God values you, and the world definitely needs you. And we celebrate you today. I tell you what, don't neglect getting a photo with your mom. I want to tell you, our children, I'm amazed we're in the next generation being grandparents, and it is good because you can give them back. But I want to tell you, your children grow up so fast, so fast. Take these moments. You'll look back on them and rejoice in them. They grow up and flourished in the house of God together. Enjoy being a mother. Let me bless you as the service ends. And again, if you need prayer after this, there is a prayer station over here and there will be people there to pray with and for you. But let me pray this. Now may the God of peace who brought you 
through the blood of the eternal covenant, who brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep. May he equip you, especially the mums here today, with every good thing to do his will. And may he accomplish in you what is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory, all glory, forever and ever. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May he bless your children and your children's children. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you shalom, peace. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Now one more time, I want to give us, uh, let's give a clap for the mums. And can I just say here today, just as I close, just as I close, Jesus still cares for the moms of the world. If you're here today and you haven't given your life to Christ, can I encourage you? You don't have to do life alone. The Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. Friend, if you're saying, man, I, I can't do life alone, give your life to Christ, for he still cares for you. How do you do that? You just say, Jesus, be my king, be my Lord. See, we don't serve a Christ who died 2,000 years ago. No, we, we, we don't serve a Christ who is dead. He rose again on the third day. And because of that, my debt is paid. It is paid in full through his shed blood. And we can have a relationship with God. And how do we enter into it? Just by saying, Jesus, be king of my life. And then start to follow his word and allow Christ to develop his likeness, his glory in us and through us through justification and the sanctification of His Word in our lives. Give your life to Christ. On Tuesday, actually Monday night, I saw our neighbor who had moved in. He'd just moved in recently. and It's the first time I've seen him. He, he just getting out of his car, going into his house, and just caught his eye. The next morning, I woke up, and there were two police cars outside his, his door. That night, he'd passed away. And so I, I we never know when our life will end. Make sure you get right with God. Life has many choices, eternity only two. Don't leave it another day. Give your life to Christ. And allow Him to change you, mold and shape you. Amen. Amen. Turn to the person next to you. And so I'd like to have coffee with you and hang with you and talk with you for a little while.
and the service is over. God bless you. Make sure you get that photo with your mum.